Welcome to the Ecom Wiz Podcast, a podcast that helps Amazon sellers to dominate the marketplace. And I do mean dominate. Dominate. Each week, we deliver the best interviews with some of the top Amazon influencers in the industry. This is the Ecom Wiz Podcast. Hi, guys. It's Rob Stanley with Feedback Wiz, and I'm here with Chris Gramlich from Solozo. And uh, today we're going to be talking a lot about uh, pay-per-click, Amazon pay-per-click, which that is just absolutely a huge platform or a huge subject in the Amazon world. I mean, everybody's talking about product launches. How do I find a product sourcing? But that's great. But once you get it on there, you part of that whole viral launch or getting that launch going is making sure you get that pay-per-click campaign. So, uh, Chris, thanks for uh, coming on my uh, video po- and podcast. I appreciate it. Uh, why don't you tell, give a little introduction and tell us a little bit about how you got started. Well, thanks, Rob. I appreciate that introduction. Uh, glad to be here. So uh, I have a little bit of backstory of, uh, of selling on Amazon and, and e-commerce. Um, just like I'm sure a lot of your uh, listeners and, and other entrepreneurs, I started my search on uh, YouTube and typed in the word, how to make money online. <laughs> I think we've all done that at one point, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, and what and back this was back in uh, 2014, and um, back then there really wasn't a lot of uh, gurus or per se a lot of uh, videos about selling on Amazon. But I, I found one video and I started watching it. Um, long story short, from about a year and a half, I just did nothing but listen to podcasts. Uh, watch YouTube videos, trying to get figured out what what is this Amazon FBA all about? Like, people are getting products from China and then they're putting a logo on it and, and they're selling it. Like, what's this all about? So I took a long time to take action, but I took action uh, in uh, 2015 in the summer and uh, just kept going and, and failed miserably along the way. Um, but I didn't stop. Um, I, I wanted to keep going and. and uh, and making sure that I got this to work out. So um, still do it now, still playing with it now. Um, and just really, really love talking about Amazon. It's really fun. That's awesome. So so let's go back to this a little bit before that. Did you work in tech field or kind of what what got you to that point of searching that on YouTube? Sure, so before, uh, before my uh, job here at Solozo, I worked for an e-commerce company that sold sporting goods online. And so I was kind of in that, uh, e-commerce niche area. And then the, uh, the company I worked for wanted to dabble into Amazon and they wanted to sell their products on Amazon. And so we started creating shipments and, and seeing how like we're sending Amazon inventory and I'm starting to see how this all works. And, and, and back of my mind thinking, man, I could probably figure this out on my own. So, um, yeah, that's how I got it really interested in it. And then started searching again on YouTube and, and, uh, listening to podcasts. I, I really love podcasts. I can't remember the last time I actually listened to the radio um, because I'm an avid podcast listener. So I, I really like doing that. And then, uh, yeah, that's how I just start taking action and uh, took out a credit card, got a credit card, uh, bought some product from a supplier. They wanted me to commit to 500. I wouldn't do it. I yeah. told them I wasn't going to do it. And, and they, they worked with me and we started with a test order and then I just kept snowballing and snowballing and snowballing and snowballing and um, finally uh, scaled it up pretty well. Uh, was doing about 
seven figures a year there. Uh, and then uh, the dreaded email I got from Amazon was, uh, how about you take out a loan from us? Amazon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Amazon lending loan. And, you know, at, at the time I'm like, oh, great. This is going to be awesome. I'm going to take out this loan. I'm going to scale and like launch 50 products at once. Yeah. Not being very, very smart. Um, so I did that. I took out this six figure loan and sourced a ton of products. But what I found is once those products came in, I didn't have the cash flow to reorder them. Sure, sure. I, I just got it all tied up in inventory. All in inventory. And so I was behind the eight ball pretty well there for a year and a half. And I, I really just got out of that, that hole. Um, but um, it was a learning point because, you know, you think I'm just going to scale all these products and get all these products live. And just this, this is in the day where you could just get on a launch service and just give away 100 units and you're on page one. No question. And people were leaving reviews. I got this product in exchange for review. Yeah, that was all that was all back in the day. And yeah, it was all good. So at the time, I'm thinking, all right, this seems easy. Get a product, use a launch service, get it to page one, reorder the product and keep it going. But I couldn't reorder. So yeah. um, I had to liquidate all my inventory. I kept a core of inventory, paid back the loan. And, and it, was a, it was a learning situation for sure. So I'm glad I did it because uh, I, I learned a lot about <laughs> smart money and how, to, and how to control your money now. Um, and, and, um, but I would have never known what to do if I didn't take action. So yeah, no, that you're 100% right. And you know, anybody who's watching or listening to us right now, I mean, th that's a great uh, tip there on kind of what not to do, right? Don't don't overextend right. yourself. And, and the good part is now, compared to like that 2014 era, there, there's so much more information online now, there's lots of tools, there's influencers, there's people giving out free information and, and even paid information. So, I mean, anybody who's looking to get started, I mean, obviously there's some great resources out there. Uh, don't die, don't, don't put a loan against your house and do something stupid. Yeah. Don't, you know, get started with just a couple of products. I, everybody I've talked to in the Amazon world, uh, the big sellers and stuff, uh, most of them 50 products or less. I mean, we yeah. see the big sellers are not, this isn't a three, 400 product game. And I'm sure there are some, don't get me wrong. But a majority of the ones that are very successful are that 50, 60 product, and they worked up to it. You don't, don't start with 50, 60 product. Don't run out there and say, Rob said I should get 50, 60 products. Don't do that. So, I totally agree. Totally agree. And, and if I had to redo it again, I would have just stuck with that uh, you know, core five, 10 products, skip out on the, or take the loan, but buy the inventory that I have for those products and scale, that, scale those up higher and not try to spread both in. And, and then not be able to reorder. So uh, I agree with you. Yeah. A lot yeah. of these guys have five, 10 products and they're just killing it and that's it. So, yeah. So let's talk a little bit about Solozo. So uh, not, I mean, we, we could talk all day about backgrounds, what we've all done and, and I'm sure people get really bored in their car on their commute. Cause that's what I do is listen to podcasts in my car too, on the way to work. So uh, pay-per-click it's, that's yep. a huge area. Uh, it's a crucial thing when you're launching a product. So kind of maybe tell us a little bit about like, how did you come about into Solozo and talk a little bit about your guys's pay-per-click and what you offer and how it helps people. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, it all started, uh, about, a, about six months ago, Solozo puts on a meetup 
local here in Kansas City. And, um, you know, I was craving for some local meetup because there's really not a lot of activity around here of people selling on Amazon. Sure. Uh, so once that I saw that, I, I immediately went to it and um, really just enjoyed like t- just talking to Amazon with the people there, uh, give us some strategies, sharing some tips, you know, just trying to launch products. So uh, the opportunity came about to join Solozo about three months ago, and uh, I, I've never looked back. So um, but I guess you can tell the moral of the story. I, I pretty much jump and then I try to figure out at the end. <laughs> so I, I jumped into Solozo, so we'll see what happens. But uh, so far, it's, it's been a great, great opportunity. Uh, I get to talk Amazon all day with, with uh, sellers and, and, and agencies and, and try to monetize their PPC. But so what Solozo does is, back in the day or currently, what sellers have to do is, you know, they go to their campaign manager and they click auto campaign and they run an auto campaign and they let it run for seven days. And then at the end of seven days, they download the search term report. And that the search term report shows them any type of uh, conversions they had on which on some search terms. And what the sellers do or agencies do is they take those search terms out of that search term report. They go create a new manual campaign, either broad phrase or an exact, and they put those terms in a manual in a in a manual campaign, and they let that run. Uh, but what people kind of get mixed up at and they forget to do is, well, now they forgot to go back to that auto campaign and make yeah. those terms a negative. So they got search terms in the auto and search terms in the manual, and they're both bidding on everything, but their auto is not finding a new search term because they haven't made those converted ones yet a negative. Ah. Uh, so what Solozo does is uh, you launch a, a campaign inside Solozo, or if you have existing campaigns. So if you already have an auto and a manual, Inside Solozo, you can link them up together. So you can take your auto, link it up to your manual. And then what's going to happen is anytime a search term converts in your auto, we take it out of your auto campaign and we put it into a manual exact campaign. And then when it converts in that manual exact campaign, our software goes back to your auto and it makes that a negative. So the days of you downloading search term reports and making negative keywords, that doesn't exist anymore when you have it up like that. Um, so it's really, really helpful for uh, small sellers or even agencies who just want to scale their business and they don't want to go look at search term reports and, and look through all those columns. Um, so that's, that's our, our beginner phase on that. We do have advanced strategies, uh, but we can, we can dive more into that as we go on. Yeah, no, that, that's great. It, one of the things I, I, heard some from some of the sellers and, and correct me if I'm wrong or, or give me your opinion on this is I've heard some of them say that they actually will use like the keywords and the paper click type stuff to help find new products to go get like what are people searching for what are keyword terms what's your opinion on that sort of strategy love that I love I, I am a really firm believer of doing a, an auto campaign on all your products because what you're going to find is you're going to find new product ideas. People, that auto campaign shows you what customers are searching for. So yeah. if you dip out on an auto and you just do manual broad or manual phrase or exact with your own keyword research that you've done, you're not going to really see how the market's searching for products. And then what you can really do with that auto campaign is if maybe it's a complimentary product. Maybe you're selling a, um, uh, a garlic press. <laughs> <laughs> the good old garlic press, right? Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Right next to the jade roller. <laughs> yeah, the jade roller. Yeah, the jade roller. Uh, there's and the barbecue gloves. Don't forget yeah. that. Uh, but it's going to show you what other people are searching for. Um, and maybe launch new products based on maybe the, the impressions or the, uh, or the clicks you're getting on that search term. So I, I'm a high, high believer, a uh, firm believer in always running autos and keeping them run uh, yeah. and just optimizing them. And by optimizing, I mean doing negative keywords or adjusting your default bid. So yeah. I'll so people watching or listening, let, let's go over this a little bit. So we're, we're obviously sure. joking about these products because yeah. These are the products that when people get started, they see there's lots of sales and they want to jump into it. And that's like, there's a bunch of lists on, out there on don't sell these products. Go find that list because the, the Jade Roller and the Garlic Press are two of those things. But the point that Chris is making is while you're searching for some of these keywords, let, let's use the Garlic Press for instance. Maybe you find that people that are searching for that are searching for a garlic peeler, right? And Good you're point. like, oh gosh, well, I'm not selling garlic peelers. So now you could go probably possibly back to your source that you get the garlic press from and they're possibly going to have that garlic peeler because they're probably in that sort of space, right? Mm -hmm. That's one thing I noticed when I sold online is we would actually go to some of the factory, well, we went to a ton of factories, but we'd walk into the showroom in China at the factories and go, oh, we didn't know they made that or hey, let's research some of these things. So the, the key words and research with the pay-per-click, it's just another source that you could possibly find other products in that same category you're selling in. So yeah. I think that's spectacular. That's a great idea. Great, great point. And it, what I like about it is it, it goes to the market, like it goes to the customers. So when customers, mm -hmm. customers search behavior is gonna change over time, uh, you're going to find that you're going to be able to keep up to date with that on, with running auto campaigns and seeing that search term report. You're, you're going to be able to see what they're searching for. So I'll, I really uh, enjoy autos. They're, they're nice to see what people are searching for and they give you good product ideas. Sure. Yeah, no, that, that's awesome. And, and it, giving you suggestions on, you know, like terms, that's huge. I mean, that, that opens up a, a category, you know, or a possible companion product or, I'm sure you can even see things like if they're putting in multiple quantities, right? A pair, a pack, things like that. I mean, let's yeah, face it. Pack at the end or something. Yeah. Amazon sellers are always looking for what other products can I get, especially if I already have a source and I have a good supply chain, what mm -hmm. can I just tag on that's going to make me money? I mean, I hear that talked about all the time and this is a great way right here. So we're giving some great tips here. So people in the car, you know, listening to all the podcasts like Chris will probably be his own podcast. Oh, yeah. But you're, you're absolutely right. Yeah, that's that's a, a great uh, suggestion there. So so tell us a little bit more about like Solozo, like what other uh, services? You guys got multiple services. So yeah. let's go over a few more of those and then we'll probably swing back around to pay-per-click a little more. Sure. So inside Solozo, we have a dashboard area where it's like an insights and analytics. And the purpose of this is to actually show sellers how their business is doing overall. Um, and it's a nice dashboard feature that shows your, your, your sales, cost of goods, uh, your PPC, uh, PPC cost, and then your, your A cost as a, as a whole. Um, and, and what's really nice is uh, we have a little live order map. So there's a live order map below uh, in our dashboard. And, and what this live order map is used for is is kind of show you where all your orders are coming from. But where, where I think it comes beneficial for sellers is 
you can look at this map and you can see where your orders are coming from. And if you're doing any kind of Facebook or Instagram targeting, you can really dial in and like retarget those, uh, those buyers or customers that you've had in those regions and, and run a Facebook ad to them. So if you know you're getting a ton of traffic in, in California and most of your orders are coming from California, you know, rather than running a, a Facebook ad to the entire uh, United States, maybe you can uh, dial it in a little bit closer to uh, where you're getting all your orders and, and target those people that have already bought your product and uh, you know, maybe advertise a complimentary product or, or see if you can get some kind of review out of that or, or, or put them in your mini chat sequence if you're running mini chat. Um, so I like the live order map because there's a lot of people kind of glim over, or skim over that and they don't really think there's a lot of action to it. But if you get kind of creative, you can run some ads to it. And then um, another tool that we have is a repricer tool. So we just came out with a, our, our repricer is our newest tool. Um, it, it's, it's a good tool to use for somebody who's just uh, trying to get started with a, uh, let's say they're doing any kind of like wholesale or they're doing, um, you know, retail arbitrage or, or whatever, uh, and then they're battling out the buy box. Um, our repricer is pretty basic. Uh, I know there's other ones out there that are more advanced, uh, but we, we keep it easy for uh, users uh, on the repricer tool. Um, so they're able to you know, just click a couple buttons and, and the tool is going to make uh, repricing uh, adjustments for them uh, every two minutes or it's a minute and a half, but by the time it gets to Amazon, but anyways, um, it, about a minute and a half, it makes pricing adjustments. Yeah. Are you doing like a, like a, you know, put your top, put your bottom in. Yeah. And like your min and your max. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and there's a little, there's a little, uh, uh, progress bar where you can pull, you know, uh, you know, if you want to be a little bit lower or uh, a little bit higher, you can do that. Oh, and then there, uh, one feature that I really like, that's really cool. So, uh, let's imagine here that, uh, you know, you and I are selling, uh, uh, barbecue gloves. I'll go there. Okay. And we're selling the same thing. Uh, you know, if I know how much inventory you have uh, on that listing, let's say you have 20 units and I know you're running a repricer with me. Uh, we have a feature called the punish feature. And mm. what the, the punish feature does is if we keep going back and forth on uh, pricing, you know, we're, it's a race to the bottom. If we keep going back and forth and, and uh, you know, it gets out of hand, I can use this punish feature. And if I know that my break even cost, let's say is $6, and you keep lowering, we keep lowering price. Now we're at eight, now we're at 750. We keep going lower. I'm gonna put my punish price at $6. And when you turn that on inside Solozo, our repricer is going to drop it down to the $6 point because that's your punish floor. Yeah. And then raise it up two cents because we are already in a bidding war with you because you're doing a repricer as well. But we don't wanna win yet. We wanna, we wanna be two cents higher than you. That way you're at $6. And I'm at you know 602, and I'm not selling much, but you're going to sell out because I know you have 20 units. And then as soon as you sell out, I go back to the buy box price. Yeah. The the, the purpose of that tool was really for um, uh, hijackers. So if you're doing like a massive giveaway and somebody buys 20 units and and you know they got it, you can uh, pretty much have them sell at a really really low margin, and then they'll be gone, and you'll get the buy box back. Sure. But it also works, you know, if you're, uh, if you know how much inventory your uh, competitor has on a uh, listing and, and, and you want to just get 
get them out of the buy box. So that's, kind of- that's, yeah, that's awesome. So, so here, here, we're going to tie this together. So feedback Wiz actually has a hijacker notification. <laughs> nice. so here you go. Use feedback Wiz. you get the hijacker notification, jump <laughs> over there and you could just like put it to them. So <laughs> knock them off your listing and then yeah. they'll be on their way to the next one. <laughs> right. And then, I mean, you know, so let's, let's talk just a smidge because I, I'm sure we're going to get people listening to this that are probably either want to sell on Amazon or new to selling on Amazon. So let's talk a little bit about why, like people might be going, why would you want to put it all the way down at 602? Like, let's help them understand. I mean, I know, but let's help them understand like what the effects of that are. I mean, I know that a lot of it has to do with we're launched a product. We're trying to get sales velocity. We maybe are giving some away at our cost to, to build up feedback for, you know, feedback whiz. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just so people understand like what the purpose of that is, let's give them a couple of like general ballparks of why you use like a tool. Well, I know why you use a, a, a repricer tool. Everybody, if you don't have a repricer tool and you're doing this stuff manually, I'm sure you have better time to go be looking yep. for products than, you know, a simple reprice tool. So they should definitely be using a reprice tool. So let's just kind of go over like, you know, other uses for that, that uh, service that you're talking with the, the repricer. So the, the, the way, the reason we do that is uh, if you're doing any kind of deep discount promotions, you're going to get these coupon searchers that are going to buy products and they're going to try to flip them on Amazon. Um, and so the, the point of that is, is to get rid of them quicker or quickie, quicker, quick, <laughs> <right>. much quicker, <laughs> get rid of them much quicker. <laughs> yeah. Get rid of them much quicker so that you can get back that buy box and control the listing and, and keep your sales high. You don't want somebody to, you know, knock off your product and, and you lose the buy box. And the next thing you know, you lost control of the listing because that's happened too, where people just all of a sudden take over your listing and you can't get it back. Um, so for private labelers, it's really nice to get control of your listing by knocking off those uh, hijackers and, and getting them out of there. So you can control that listing again. Yeah, no, that that's, that's awesome. So quick question, because others might be thinking this also. Uh, the, the tools that you guys have, are they each independent? Do you do a package or do you do a, a monthly service for all of them? Or what, how's that work? Good question. So uh, our, our, each tool is independently a la carte. Uh, our um, ad automation and our insights and analytics, which, which is like your, um, you know, your, uh, how your overall business is doing, those are uh, bundled together. Sure. And if you wanted to add on the repricer, that's an additional uh, a la carte feature you can add on. And then a nice thing that, that kind of separates us from everybody else is we have uh, expert support available. So when a user signs up, they are prompted to take on an onboarding call. Um, and when they do that onboarding call, it's really like a one-to-one 30 minute call. And we're looking at your account. And we're making sure we got the optimizer turned on. We're making sure that your uh, target A cost is in there. We're really just looking at your account and get it going. But further than that, if you want a little bit more hands-on, uh, we offer weekly uh, support and monthly support in addition. Um, so we do get some big sellers, uh, some people that are doing seven figures a month that, that uh, use our expert support. And we have a weekly call with them just to make sure all their campaigns are running smoothly. And then we get, uh, on the other end, we have agencies. Uh, on, and we work with agencies that are a little bit different than the individuals, but on agencies, um, they get expert support and we help them onboard all their clients. 
make sure that their uh, ads are all turned on, optimizers turned on. And then with agencies, there is no SKU, uh, SKU limit. Um, they get all the tools. So uh, agencies are, are nice and there's no, uh, there's currently no percentage of ad spend we charge. So that kind of, that's a big selling feature as well. Uh, but um, agencies do get access to all the tools and our agencies have been growing uh, like crazy recently. So it's been, it's been fun. That's awesome. So it sounds like probably, and correct me if I'm wrong, your, your number one tool is your pay-per-click, uh, your repricers right in there. And then I saw you had what, some analytic tools. Uh, what, what else, what are, what are the things, if I go to the site and, I, and I'm kind of like, okay, I'm going to get signed up on this pay-per-click. I'm going to get signed up on the repricer. What, maybe the analytics, what, what would you suggest? Like, what's the next thing? Like, should I get the whole package or a new seller? Where do they go? What, yeah, what's so, they're gonna, what are they going to do? Good question, Rob. I think the best point to get started is uh, for a new seller, and if you've got a handful of SKUs, um, I think the best option is to do the ad automation with the insights and analytics, and then take us up on that offer on the onboarding call. So many people just, I don't know if it's the way our culture's turning or what, but they just don't want to take a phone call and, and, and take advantage of that and, and, and get the discount that's associated with that. Um, we only do that to, to help. We're not like trying to do anything, you know. You're not gonna sell me a uh, yeah. garlic press? <laughs> our, our goal is to obviously make you succeed with Solozo so you can tell your friends about it. Really. So, um, you know, as, as an individual seller with a handful of SKUs, I would do the ad automation with the insights and analytics, and then I would definitely schedule my onboarding call so that you can get familiar with how the tool works. Cause there is, there is things at the very beginning that we have to turn on. We, you know, we need to know your target A cost because everybody's target A cost is going to be different. Uh, we need to know your bid strategy. We have aggressive or conservative or how aggressive do you want to be? You want to be conservative? We need to know all that stuff at the beginning. And then we need to take your auto campaign and we need to link it with your manuals. We need to do all that at the very beginning so that the tool and optimizer will run smoothly and get that target A cost, uh, get you to your target A cost. Yeah, yeah, that's perfect. Let's, uh, let's swing back around to the uh, pay-per-click a little more and talk a little more sure. about that. I, mean, well, I love that's, it. That's what people are probably interested in and are listening, right? I mean, that's, yeah, yeah. that's what I'm interested in. So I got 10 SKUs, let's say, or ASINs, and I turned around and I get on your guys' uh, PPC program. Just give me a little kind of rundown. To, now, I get everything linked into my uh, Amazon account. I get it all associated. I've done the I've maybe done the phone call or maybe prior to the phone call. So help me out with the PPC. I'm assuming it's going to go to my ASINs, probably look at my titles and start suggesting things or telling me, hey, these are keywords that might help you. How does that work? On, I mean, if you can go over that. Good question. So when, when a, a client signs up, we import the last 60 days of their Amazon data. So if they're running manual campaigns already, we're gonna, those are going to show up in Solozo. Those are going to show up in Solozo. Uh, for keyword research, uh, we kind of leave that up to the, uh, the user because uh, there's, there's a lot of tools out there that do really good keyword research. So if a user comes to us with uh, keywords that they want to bid on, we can input those into their manual campaigns inside Solozo. Um, and then what we would actually end up doing is that the software looks at each individual keyword and gives the target ACOS. So if you're, if your target uh, ACOS, which is uh, advertising cost of spend uh, or sale is uh, 40%, that 40% is going to be attributed to all the keywords inside that campaign. And then the software is going to make bid adjustments 
based on that 40%. Uh, and it's either going to go up or down based on the conversion too. Um, but for new search term or new, uh, new search terms, that's where we were talking about earlier is that auto campaign. Um, we suggest using auto campaigns for that and then linking it up to your new manual so that anytime your uh, auto campaign gets a conversion, that new search term is going to get pulled out of there and it's going to get put into your uh, existing manual. Um, and and that, that'll keep your manual relevant for, you know, search history changes. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that's, that's pretty awesome. That's a great tool. Yeah. So, so I mean, obviously that's something that you'd want to get started with, turn on the auto, automation, right? Basically automate yeah. it first, get going and kind of learn. And I understand what you're saying that, you know, people in their category are usually going to know the keywords that to get started at least. And then I'm yeah. sure you guys probably have something that makes suggestions or things pop up that suggest certain keywords after you get going. I mean, that's, and if not, I mean, heck, just go on Amazon and type in the first few words and start seeing what drops down. I yeah. Mean, and that's where our expert support comes into play is, awesome. uh, we're, you know, we're familiar with these other softwares out there that use, uh, that they can give you really good keyword research. And so that's where that uh, expert support comes in and says, hey, maybe we should put these 10 keywords in this uh, manual. Uh, or maybe it's, uh, maybe it's Father's Day coming up and we add, we add those uh, search terms to your uh, manuals because people are searching, you know, Father's Day gifts or something yeah. like that. So uh, that's where that expert support just keeps you engaged, keeps you up with the, you know, the changes uh, and keeps you active. So here's one one uh, thought I had, and and when yeah. I did pay per click, and if, if and if you don't have the feature, maybe you want to pass it up the chain. Sure. I've kind of always thought like it would be really cool that I've got this. Let's say this ASIN right, and uh -huh. I know my bottom line on this thing is six bucks, and I know at six dollars I'm still maybe making one dollar, right? I mean that you got to make something. It'd be really nice for ROI to have something built in that said, okay, if I'm running a keyword and I spend more than a certain amount on this keyword, trigger and let me know because now I'm spending more and I'm not getting my return. Now, if I'm getting return on it, obviously on it, great. Keep pumping that keyword up. But I mean, what's your what's your thought on something like that? That yeah, good, good question. So our software does do the negative keywords for you fully automated. Oh, cool. So what we'll do is we'll give each uh, So Chris, hold on. Let's, let's explain what a negative keyword is just in case sure. people get new to Amazon or new to the key, you know, keyword and the pay-per-click. Why don't you tell them what a negative keyword is? Yeah. So uh, the way I like to describe it is, is if you're running an auto campaign and you're getting a lot of uh, impressions on a keyword that's not converting with you or converting for your product, and you're just spending a ton of money on that, you would want to go to that auto campaign or your manual campaign and select that specific search term or keyword, get that keyword and make it a negative because what you're doing, you're just wasting money on it. Yeah. Uh, and, and to do that, you can either do that in campaign manager um, and add it to the negative, uh, negative keyword field or a tool like ours is we, we'll give it a chance to convert, but at some point, if it's not converting, and, and, and you're just wasting money on it. We're going to make it a negative because it's awesome. not, it's not, it's not doing well for you. Uh, so we'll do that. That happens automated. Uh, you don't have to go in and we're not going to give you a list every day and say, okay, Rob, here you go. Here's a list of 20 keywords that we think you need to make negative. 
because you know what ends up happening is your day gets busy. The next day you're busy. Now you're back up to 40 keywords that you forgot to take action on. And over time, it just gets overwhelming. So we just do it uh, fully automated so that you don't have to come in every day and do that. You don't have to come in and, and look at the list and say, okay, I need to make that one negative, that one negative, that one negative. If you know, if you have a list that you already know that needs to be negative or you, you can tell inside Solozo that, hey, there's a, these need to be negative, you can do it yourself, but uh, we, we do it fully automated for you. We'll give it, you know, 10, 15 clicks before, uh, if it doesn't convert, and if it doesn't convert after 10 or 15 clicks, it's out the door, on to the next one. That's awesome, that's awesome. That, that's exactly what I was talking about too. I, I don't know yeah. if I quite got the question out right, but you gave the right answer, so. Yeah. Just <laughs> anybody listening, I, I, we're not to keep beating the uh, garlic press, uh, but it, let me give you a, for instance, if somebody's selling a garlic press and somebody else is selling, say, garlic uh, dip or something like that, and for some reason, you know, Amazon, for some reason, showing garlic dip or, or people that are searching garlic press, a garlic dip came up, and you're paying now for that word, there's a way that you can say exclude anybody who puts garlic dip and because I'm selling a garlic press, then that's right. probably not the greatest example. But just so people kind of get what they're say, what what Chris is saying is they will automatically take that garlic dip word keyword and make it where people that are searching that don't find your stuff and click on it. So you're not right. getting charged money from those people looking for something that's not related to what you're selling. Yeah, so that's you're that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean. I tell you, it's a huge time saver to not have to go download a search term report every Friday night like I used to do and then go and make changes and then, you know, and then let it run all week, Monday through Friday and then next Friday and I do it again. You just let the software take care of it. Um, you know, it will take a person to go in and, and see what's kind of going on and see the changes. We do have an activity log. So in the activity log, it'll show you, all right, here's today, uh, here's the bid adjustments we made we added this new search term or we negative this one out. It gives you a whole list of what we did today or what the software did uh, so that you don't have to you know, worry about that anymore. It's kind of like you worry about scaling your business. We're going to take care of the PPC for you. That that's wow. That, that's exactly what people need. I mean, I've been quoted on the internet a few times when I ran my own business saying, that basically the services I was using, I was using them because I want to concentrate on my business and making money. And that's right. exactly what you guys are doing. You're helping people concentrate on their business and make money. And, uh, you know, let, let, let us, Solozo, handle the pay-per-click and, and the repricer and things like that. So that's, that's just a great service. Yeah, Very cool. Yep. Very cool. Well, Chris, I mean, just, let, just, just go over again all the tools you guys offer, just so anybody, everybody has a good understanding uh, of what you guys offer. And, and uh, let's kind of just give them a little information on how they get a hold of you guys. Yeah, you bet. So uh, just a quick rundown. Our first tool is the, the one, our bread and butter is the ad automation. And like we talked about earlier with the auto campaign running to the manual exact, a user can do uh, any, time of, any type of flow they want. So we just launched this thing called Campaign Studio, where if you have an auto campaign and a bunch of manuals, you would literally draw a link. You could draw a link to... Um, the auto and connect it to the manual brought. And then you can take the auto and connect it to the manual phrase. And, and so on. If anybody's using, uh, I love Minichat. Uh, if you build bots or any kind of bot builder, it's a similar type of uh, function. 
you got a, an auto campaign and you just link it to all of your manuals and then you can, you can control uh, the conversion. So there's a lot of cool things that uh, it may not, it's going to be hard to visualize over a podcast, <laughs> but during like during a demo or I do demos a lot with clients and just show them what we do. Uh, sometimes there's no, uh, no, no reaction. And it, it's usually a good thing, but like I'm, I'm speechless. I, I, <laughs> I wish I would have had something like this when I started running PPC. Seriously. Our PPC is our main, our main thing. And we really believe we have the best tool. Um, the next tool is our uh, repricer. Uh, it's a basic repricer. It gets you to the, it's a basic setup, uh, but it's going to, we need to back that buy box uh, more often than not. And then uh, the next tool is our insights and analytics. So, you know, all your, uh, all your, uh, sales history, your PPC spend, all your Amazon FBA fees, all that stuff is in a nice, neat format where you can uh, download it and, and give it to you know some employees inside, or you just keep it for yourself. So that's another one. And then lastly, um, our expert support. Uh, we have a really, really good team. Um, we we do this every day. Uh, so uh, and they're and they're just as passionate about it as I am. Um, you know, we want our clients to succeed and get their costs down so that they can continue to scale their business. Yeah, that's awesome. It, uh, so just to wrap up here real quick. So I'm talking to Chris from Cellozo. It's S-E-L-L-O-Z-O. O-Z-O. Yeah, O-Z-O. So Cellozo. <laughs> so definitely make sure to go check them out. And obviously I'm Rob with Feedback Wiz. Thanks for being on the show, Chris. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me, Rob. Thanks for joining us this week on the EcomWiz Podcast. Podcast. Special thanks to our sponsor, FeedbackWiz.com. Also, be sure to subscribe to the show on iTunes and Spotify. That way, you'll never miss an episode. While you're at it, if you found the show helpful, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or simply tell a friend about the show. That would help us also. Join us next week for more great tips to help Amazon sellers dominate the marketplace. 